Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Love Thoughts with Sadia. And I'm back again with another episode. Today, it's one of the episodes on the SARS conversation, one of the mini series on the end SARS or the SARS conversation that we're trying to have. And today, I do have a guest with me. Uh, my guest has done quite a tremendous job when it comes to activism and also just doing important work like i like to call it and i'll just let him introduce himself mr lukman please introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit about yourself that way it gives the listeners an idea of where your thoughts and opinions are coming from uh thank you very much sadia my name is lukman adifolahan i'm the chief operating officer of 21st century community empowerment for youth and women initiative uh, it's a registered NGO in Nigeria that has UN EcoSoc status, uh, and we have been working around uh, various issues in the country as well as at uh, regional and continental level. We partner with government, we partner with media as well as other civil society organizations. I do admire a lot of the work from what you've told me that you've been doing. And part of the reasons I'm doing this um, is because I'm trying to just have an open conversation with people around uh, the NSAS movement, just trying to get different perspectives, kind of like looking at this movement through different lenses. And I just really wanted someone that is not, no longer a youth, if I can say that, someone that is not within the age bracket of the youth yes. uh, in Nigeria. And I wanted to just get your perspective uh, from your experience and everything that has been going on. We've all watched and seen how this movement and the protest has unfolded, uh, how everything has happened. And I, I just wanted us to talk because I do believe that we're not talking to one another enough or the most we do is we just talk to people with similar opinions with us. It's important that we try to find a middle ground in these situations. So first, I'd just like us to kick off this conversation as to what your thoughts are in general about the answers movement and the course itself, not the protest now, just the course and the notion about ending SARS. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, thank you very much. I think uh, it's a welcome idea. The campaign uh, itself uh, has some uh, mm -hmm. element of uh, legitimacy in the sense that uh, Nigerians try to uh, tell our government Mm. Uh, how people are feeling. Uh, don't forget that uh, NSAS campaign and what have you is not just this month or last month. People have been talking about the way the police unit, we should not forget that NSAS is a unit or was a unit within the Nigerian police force. So it's not about to hand the SARS alone. If you look at the way the campaign went at the beginning, end SARS, end police brutality, this and that. And many Nigerians across the country, uh, with exception from the other part of Nigeria, uh, I think they are the only people that don't really clamor for the end SARS. Uh, and the reason is very simple. Uh, most of the activity that NSAS engaged in, especially in the southwest, southeast, and south-south, 
is around the activity of the uh, the Yahoo boys, the so-called Yahoo boys. And unfortunately, the government find it difficult to define clear definition of mandate of SARS or the commanders of SARS uh, find it difficult to work around the specified mandate that led to brutality of Nigerians. And uh, personally, as a person, I had a encounter with SARS in my state, in Ogun State, and I told the guy that that would be very unfortunate if you think a uh, person of my status, you can rope me and you are going to write uh, a statement for me and you force me to sign it. I said that would not be possible. But I doubt mm -hmm. how many Nigerians can challenge them the way I, I, I challenged them that day. So uh, now for the youth now to now come to the street to run that campaign the way they run it, uh, calling for the hand of SARS, uh, hand of uh, police brutality is a welcome idea. But the unfortunate component of it was that it was not properly organized. Properly organized in, in the sense that uh, it leads to another thing entirely that they all find difficult to even cope with. Uh, if you look at the first two weeks of the campaign, even before the campaign, there are a lot of engagement going on on social media, Twitter, Facebook. Government will have reacted at that time. Maybe, assuming government reacted to all those social media campaigns at the beginning, before the youth uh, went on the street, maybe we will have not had it this way. But unfortunately, uh, the type of government we have in this country, uh, they are not the listening type. Uh, that is why we find ourselves uh, where we find ourselves. Uh, people are talking about NSAS today. Uh, don't, be, uh, don't be surprised that maybe in the next two months now, we'll be talking about NFRSC. Uh, because if you look at the way they are treating people uh, on the road, because the mandate mm. they were set up is not what they are doing, or NVIO on the road, or mm. end immigration. Uh, if, you, if, if, you, if you are traveling by road, by, by road to any of the African countries, either Niger, Cameroon, Chad, or Benin Republic, you are going to Ghana, uh, what you will experience at, at our borders, at ECOWAS border, you will hate yourself as a human being. And few Nigerians or few uh, ECOWAS citizens can challenge what we are experiencing uh, at our border post. So issue of NSAS mm. is just one out of many, uh, which government should use this opportunity to look holistically, to reform uh, our security architecture beyond police. And if it is low safety, you want to look at the way they the way they talk to people on the road they leave the normal mandate of road safety they abandon it completely busy collecting money from people or is it the vio very special officer you want to talk about so i think the youth hmm. got it right at the beginning but unfortunately it was hijacked hijacking it is not their fault uh, it, it only showed that um, Nigerians mm. are tired of bad governance. Uh, bad governance because um, if everything is going smoothly, why will Nigerian use cops to road? No, but it's to show that people are not happy. Nobody supported them. Nobody gave them any money. At a point, they were rejecting politicians when they don't come and dilute our campaign, don't come and give us money, to show that they have genuine campaign. 
but unfortunately, the government didn't listen to them at appropriate time, and that led to the hijacking mm. uh, of the whole process. People that are hijacked, they are Nigerians as well. They have their own feelings. Some of them are voters. Some of them are working. Some of them are not working. The the way the government is being run, some individuals have turned to government indirectly, where you are paying taxes and you are the one drilling borehole or you are using mm. borehole in your vicinity. You are paying for it. Some people are coming out in the night in the name of they uh, want to secure our environment, and the taxes you are paying is not working for you. So when you see the opportunity to see how to attack government in an informal way, it is an opportunity. And the, because the people that they call them miscreants, call them yeah. different type of names, they are all Nigerians that are not comfortable with the way the government is being run. It's not about a particular party, it's not about PDP, it's not about APC. It's about good governance. Mm -hmm. People are not happy. It shows that people are not happy. And what I expect the government to do is to go back to the drawing board, look at those demands beyond the five. Uh, demands and see how they can mainstream those demands into public sector reform generally, even in the civil service. Uh, I can tell you if you want to uh, apply for anything in the civil service, your experience will make you to be discouraged. Now, government said they roll out different youth initiatives. Youth initiative for who? For people living in the city center. We are saying go to the grassroots, go to the community. Give local government autonomy. Let Nigerians feel mm -hmm. direct impact of governance. Uh, everybody can come to Abuja. Everybody can go to Ikeja, go to Abekta or Oshobo. But if in, my, in my, my area, in my political world, I should have access to social amenities. Basic, road, water, hospital, and water bill. Once I have those social amenities and... Whether government is uh, doing bad or not, nobody will even remember because people are getting dividend of democracy. But in the name of uh, what they are doing for us now, very unfortunately, so the campaign it was appropriate. It shows how Nigerians are feeling. And the campaign now is shaping how our 2023 election will look like. Because now you will see the great Nigerian youth and interested Nigerians will come out in 2023 during the voters' registration in preparation for 2023. In 2023, it's not going to be uh, as usual at all because this NSAS campaign has shown that we can unite because our leaders are the ones bringing us all sorts of divisions. Nobody remember Christians, Muslims, mm. uh, South, South, South is doing the NSAS campaign. What people are after is we don't want these people. And, and why? Not that we don't want security, not that we don't want police. We don't want the attitude of the operative of SAS are operating. In fact, if you are traveling on Nigeria Road and you see the way SAS dressed at times, some armed robbers are better than them on the road. If you have encountered the way these SAS people dressed, no name tag, there's, there's no way you can trace anybody. I like me if I drive, I, I, I like greeting police or any security on the road. I will drive, I will stop, greet you, call you by your <laughs> name, call you by your rank. You know, yeah. I call you by your yeah. name and your rank. You will be scared of asking for, for bribe from me because when I say, Oh, Inspector uh, Ibrahim, how are you doing? How is work? How is our commissioner doing? 
are you people from a division or from state command? Mm -hmm. The guy will not ask for bribe for me or any other thing. But mm -hmm. how many Nigerians can do that? We are very few. How many Nigerians even understand police plans? We are very few. So those are the things that and and you know the way, the way they mishandled the so-called Yahoo boys is so funny. Uh, it's so funny. I was in my state one day and uh, somebody called me that I should help him out. That Sir stopped him and they said uh, he should come and sign wow. over that he's a ritualist. How is how would that happen? And that is kind of operation they are doing. Uh, or somebody is owing you money, you go and call SARS to come and help you to collect the money. Those are not their mandate. Somebody is fighting. The next thing is, I'm going to call SARS for you. That is not their work. So, for governor in the Sampara and Borono State, asking federal government to bring SARS to Borono and uh, Sampara State, it's not something that is funny. Because to them, mm. you can't see activity of Yahoo boys in the up north. Up north from from Jigawa State to mm. Boronubaushi, Gombe, Adamawa, Sokoto, Sampara. You can't see activity of... So, the way the operatives of SARS are doing their work there is totally different from the way uh, they are being operated in the Southwest, South-South and South-East. One, culture contributed to yeah. it, religion and environment. Because activity of Yahoo boys, hardly you see it noticeable. If you see anybody doing Yahoo activity in the far north, not Kano, Kadna, Plateau State down here, mm. from Jigawa State up, that person should be a southerner. That person should mm. be a southerner. I can tell you that. It's a period that I understand. I stayed there very well. So, hardly you see court activity in the north. In the far north, you hardly see courtism in the far north. So, what you see in the far north is petty activity, gambling. Uh, mm. Seeing young people smoking yeah. t shirts, those mm. are the things you will see up north there. Not you see people doing Yahoo or doing defrauding people, doing um, uh, visa racketeering, mm. you hardly see all those things. But in the south, south, southwest, southeast, it's common. And that is why those uh, operatives behaved the way they have been behaving to Nigerians, mm. which is uh, very, very unfortunate. So to me, the campaign was timely. It sent signal to federal government that yes, uh, people are not happy with the way because majority of us supported what they did at the first two weeks of activity. But unfortunately, they will have gone back, allow government to respond, give them some deadline, and after the lapses of that deadline, they can now pick it up again through social media or physical. Unfortunately, they said they are leader, they are leaderless; they don't have any leaders. So that is one of the shortcomings of that campaign. How can you say you are running a campaign without a leader? Uh, it's not possible. If government is to engage with you in, in form of dialogue, how do they dialogue with you? So what government is doing now, they are just doing it based yeah. on let's do it because they are not talking to anybody. Uh, they will have, have some coordinators at state level, at local government level, at zonal level that government can hold accountable. So that is why when the looting component enters, who is to be blamed? Who is to handle? Mm. Nobody. But it's not where the campaign has faces. And say, I'm the coordinator for FCT. Under FCT, I have six area councils coordinator. I have uh, 60 ward coordinators. And that is coordination. So that campaign lacks coordination. 
Apart from that, uh, I think they've had their message and government has listened to them. And it's something that it's not only youth that the SARS uh, mishandled, they mishandled even older people. It is a lesson learned for the youth as well as uh, the umbrella body of Nigerian Youth Council of Nigeria that we need to engage our government. We need to be demanding for accountability. We should not allow it to get to this level. Uh, if at various levels, Nigerian Youth Council has been uh, organizing series of uh, uh, engagement at zonal and state level, I think that is where we get it from. But we had a very good yeah. campaign at the initial stage, the new one. And that will have even helped us not to even end SARS. It will have even give government opportunity to look at other security uh, apparatus. Uh, because if police is working well, I don't think we need road safety because road safety used to be a unit within the Nigerian police force before. Uh, EFCC used to be a unit within the Nigerian police force before. It's a unit, economic and financial crime. It's a unit headed by mm. uh, Assistant Commissioner of Police before within the Nigerian police force. It's the failure of the Nigerian police force that led to the creation of Economic and Financial Crime Commission Independent Corrupt Practices. Uh, road to safety, wow. all those things. Yes, it is the failure of the Grand Police wow. Force because all those agencies used to be a unit. Uh, uh, the uh, Nigerian Police Force. So, okay. unfortunately, we, we got yeah. it wrong. Uh, but I, I believe mm. government they've learned their lesson, and I'm sure uh, such will not happen again. Now. Nigerian youth also will now understand how to engage as well as how to participate in the, in the policy-making processes. And now Nigerian mm. youth are now calling for representation on the uh, panel of inquiry. Before, nobody yeah. bothered. But now they want to be represented. Now if you want to have um, ministers now, Youth will need to be considered. People living with disability will need to be considered. It means those are the outcomes of those. And we may look at it from NSAF perspective, but it's something that government will need to mainstream those things into uh, governance and their policy making uh, processes. Well, thank you so much for your insight. Yeah. There, there are a couple of things I wanted to. I, I don't want to say counter, but I, there are some points I wanted to just raise from what you said. Yes, the protest went beyond just trying to end SARS. Yes. It was more like Nigerians are totally fed up. Yes. And that that gave the momentum that we all saw. A lot of people were just really tired of bad governance in yes. general. But the point I wanted to also just raise is, so do you really think not having uh, leaders really affected it because i mean i saw it from a point of people are tired people came out yes. you don't need to address anybody you don't need a leader to address to say oh this is what we want to do listen to what everybody's saying and make a move that's what i saw it as i don't think they needed um somebody particularly they should have addressed to say oh okay what do you want but hey it was a general outcry by a lot of Nigerians. That's what it was. Okay. How about you just address that rather than trying to find somebody you can blame? And from what I've known or what I've seen or what we've heard in the past, 
once they've been able to identify a leader, there's somehow that sometimes the whole process just exactly you are being held responsible for things you know nothing about, and for some reason, they some people are even bought, they're being paid off, some people are being bought, some people are a lot of things could go wrong, which is one of the reasons why some of the youth or a lot of the youth were insisting or we were insisting that we didn't have a representation. Just listen to us. We were saying the same thing. Just listen and make a move. Okay. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to get what your, uh, what your thoughts on that. Now, I, 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 would, I, I would quite disagree. Uh, yes, it's good. I've partnered in series of uh, campaign, both online and offline. I've partnered a bit of uh, um, rallies as well to communicate mm in terms of advocating on an issue. And, and I remembered when we wanted to do, uh, when we did a rally on uh, tobacco campaign, we, mm. we were saying, don't disrupt business of people that are doing tobacco. But what we are saying is, uh, don't kill others if you want to kill yourself. Why not you smoke in an environment that will not affect Lukman, who is not a smoker. That is what we were saying then. But in, 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 in advocacy, it's good to be coordinated. Yet I agree with you, experience has shown, especially from labor perspective, when people are trying to uh, talk to government, government try another avenue to attack the process by way of uh, buying some leadership of those organizations advocating for such things. But in this case, there are peculiarities. I can tell you that. Peculiarity mm. in the sense that the way they will end SARS in Borono and Yube State is not the way they will end SARS in uh, Lagos and Oyo State and Ogo State. Absolutely. How? Yeah. To Governor Buni and Governor Zulu that have been facing insurgency for the past. 12 years, since 1997, 13 years now, they will tell you that you don't want to hand SARS. If your campaign is to hand SARS, fine. Uh, let's see how we are going to restructure. Yes, that was the reason that led to the issue of saying, okay, you have disbanded SARS, you now have uh, another name, you call SARS, Abyssam or whatever. SWAT. Any name you call it. It is still Nigerian police. <laughs> operative you are bringing and what we are saying is you should reform the whole process the whole institution needs to be reformed if you meet with uh, mm -hmm. officers of the general police force from the rank of asp assistance level of police uh you would like to be a policeman in nigeria but if you interact with somebody from uh, inspector downward so why not we try to mainstream what makes people from the rank of ASP look different positively to other ranks mm. training? That is one. Two, assuming they have leaders, and those leaders should stay with the objective without compromising Nigerians. I can assure you today, by tomorrow, we may think they don't have leaders, Government will still reach out to them to know who are those key people among them. And when election is coming, some of them may be giving some things to be campaign coordinator, to be member of board of agencies, mm. and they will close their mouth and forget about it. 
but a situation where they have leaders and say, okay, this is what we want to do. Assuming that rally is properly coordinated without being hijacked, they can sustain that thing for three months. If they sustain that campaign for three months, three months, my sister, because it will go beyond NSAF. It will now be, yeah. we want good governance. Any governor that is not performing should pack things or a load and go. Any minister that is not ready to, because we have 37 or 42 ministers that is only seven or eight that are working. So it will go, it will go beyond NSAF. That is when you will now see that they will go to some minister and say, uh, end the tenor of so so minister because it's not performing. You can't see what he's doing. So, but unfortunately, mm. that was hijacked. So, and that is the reason I said, assuming that thing is well coordinated in terms of it has been owned by people beyond the general youth. Be, so, the mm. issue of ownership is not their problem because they are speaking the same language. Mm. We want to hand us, we want to hand police brutality, we want good governance. Fine. But assuming there are coordinators that we stand by the principles and the objective of that campaign without compromising others. Government can't talk to everybody. It's not possible. If today, look at what happened when the governor Sowulu was talking to them, when he was addressing them. Very unfortunate what happened in Lagos State. Uh, when he was addressing them, the man was so proactive that he said, okay, I'm going to set up a youth fund. He was the first person to announce, the popular government announced. The next thing Nigerian youth will say is, no, we don't want it. We don't have leader. We are leaderless. You can't engage government in that manner. That is not proper. Yes, you are, you are not happy. When, when government now throws some opportunity, you see how you will embrace it and see how it will work for the majority of uh, Nigerian youth. Mm. Uh, because the way Sonwonu uh, approached the issue is different from the way uh, Oshun State or the state government approach it. If you want to run in a campaign or you want to raise an issue, you should not let it go violent. Uh, I think not having leadership caused a lot of damages to that because who to talk with? Yes, it may be hijacked by government and bribe some people and, and pay, pay some people and say, okay, go and sit down, don't talk again. Because this is Nigeria. We all know what, what our government can do. If they can do such to labor and divide labor union, that's why you see that our labor are not effective any longer. But yes, if, if they are, if they were coordinated, uh, maybe we'll have we'll have solved uh, this. Too. But thank God, uh, government is trying to pick uh, everything up now and see how everything will work well for us because it's beyond issue of good. Yeah demanding for yeah. uh, accountability. What are people living with disability? How many public buildings have ramps? Uh, how many people... Do you get it now? Absolutely. If we keep going into these issues, we're never going to yes. stop talking about Nigeria's issues. It's something that I try my best not to talk about, but there's no way. You can't help it. Exactly. One, they're all linked to one another. You start talking about one, and you're going yes. into hundreds of issues. I mean, you, you've literally covered most of the points we're trying to raise today. And I keep picking up different okay. points I'm trying to touch on on that. Because I do also believe in uh, restructuring of our systems in general, our whole system in general. I'm, I'm thinking it's even time we start looking at state policing. Because obviously, if the North wants SARS, then they should probably get SARS. Then 
take SARS away from those that don't need it, where SARS is actually causing more problems. Than- so this is why I feel like, yes, we need that whole overhaul, holistic approach and just restructuring as a whole. I wanted to touch on also the issue of the looting. I mean, I don't think it's fair to blame the protest. History has also shown that when tension ensues like that in in, in the community, some people tend to take yes, advantage yes. of that um, tension and just just do whatever they want to do and just cause menace here and there. So I, I personally just believe it's a bit unfair to kind of like um, put it on the protests or put it on the protesters to get bad people and good people everywhere. And I feel like they were the ones that ruined all of this. Or if the government had acted swiftly, we probably wouldn't have had this. Because, I mean, who are, maybe because we're youth, we didn't really see that, we didn't have that foresight to know that, okay, this could actually go wrong. But again, I just don't think we should be getting a a huge part of the blame saying, oh, you cost it. Uh, If you had done this better, maybe you wouldn't have had this. The government had acted a bit swiftly or a bit differently, we would probably have a different outcome yes. than what we, we, we have. I agree, absolutely, mm-hmm. I agree with you. But if you, if, if you listen to government very well, they've never mentioned that the NSAS are digital. But you know, the way we report news in the media, mm-hmm. some people just want to try and uh, make some unnecessary uh, noise. Yeah. The federal government agreed that the genuine NSAS people are not digital. But the looters are Nigerians as well that see the op- opportunity mm. to tell government that they, like you mentioned, assuming our government responded swiftly, if it will not be will be in all this mess, how can how can mm. government go and lock up food items when Nigerians are looking up to eat? Oh, God. No, because it is Goodness. you can't. Nobody can imagine that we have such such cartons of noodles, bags of rice, beans, and what have you. And you know, mm. because if you look at what happened between it's March or early April, May, June, people suffered. Personally, I know how much I spent to give people palliative in my area. I know I, I have to call my friends and say, come, oh boy, I want to raise 500,000 naira to buy food items to give people around me that I know that if they do go out daily, they can't survive. Personally, personally, I spent over 500,000 naira to distribute food items to widows, young girls, drivers that can't go out. And government just go and keep something somewhere and say you want to use it to celebrate your bad day. Is it your money? So unfortunate. Oh, so unfortunate. <laughs> so uh, we all know that the NSAS protesters are not the looters. But the looters are Nigerians. They are not happy mm-hmm. as well. Like you said, assuming government reacted uh, mm. proactively in a good manner, maybe we will not get So I don't think we should blame the NSAS protesters because mm. their own uh, issue is completely different from looting. They were not outside for looting. So mm-hmm. it's the media that tries to yeah. mix the old things up and say, no, 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 no. There are issues mm. very genuine, very straightforward. But assuming government reacted 
promptly. And after that, say, okay, not only stop SARS, if you have any documentation of uh, abuse of SARS, please report to the nearest police station and the DPO should take action by sending search to IG under 24 hours so that IG can start taking action and decide see IG fire some people, court martial some people. But you know, this is a country where if care is not taken, next year we'll still be talking about NSAS. Mm -hmm. But now, by now, by Definitely. now, we're supposed to say, okay, 100 uh, staff of former SARS have been dismissed. People will be happy. And say, okay, some yep. are now in jail without delaying. Yep. But by now, IG is supposed to even send the list of people that they should be out of service to make Nigerians happy that, yes, they are taking action. Definitely. Not uh, setting up uh, inquiries of committee, giving panel, panel. showing exactly. us on TV every day, paying another money to show it live. When people are dying, when people are complaining, by now they should have list of at least 100 <laughs> from each state and say, these are the 100 that we have the new case against them. People know them. I know of a notorious uh, operative in Abekta that almost everybody knows his name. In Abekta, almost everybody, including the market women, that if that man should arrest you, it's nothing like a beg. By now, they should fire him and publish his name and let people be happy so that his family too I'm actually, we, we know that, yes, their fathers or their uncle have done something wrong. That is why he's paying for it. But people are not seeing such action. People are not seeing such action. Exactly. And that is what leads us to where we are when we are talking about corruption in Nigeria. Somebody will now siphon over 300 million. How can you go and keep a constituency project materials in your house and say you want to use it to celebrate birthday or you want to... You know? <laughs> Money. I'm of the opinion that the average Nigerian man, that's why sometimes when people are saying government, government, government is doing this, government is bad, I'm like, who the hell is government? It's people yes. like you and I. The average Nigerian man is corrupt. The average Nigerian man doesn't do yes. their own part. We don't do our own part in making the country better. You have rubbish, you throw rubbish in the gutter, you don't, you, 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 you add to uh, blocking exactly. of the drainages, and then you complain exactly. later on. So all of those things, let, let me give you this practical, let me give you this practical example. I told a friend of mine who came from uh, one of the European countries in my office for uh, internship with us, and this guy was driving on the street of Abuja, and I asked him, I said, come on, you do have a driver's license? He said, no, they will never stop me because I'm a white man. I said, can I do that in your country? The following day, he, yes. he dropped his car, his, his, his car key, and asked us to look for a driver for him. How can Erotan say they will not stop him because he's a white man? It sounds very dirty. Absolutely. And it is true because our people will not stop him because he's a white man. Did you get it he's now? Right. So the guy has he's told right. us to the level that they will not mm -hmm. stop him because he's a white man. I told him, I said, I can't do that in your country. What, what rubbish you have been in my country? Yeah, and he felt bad. He felt bad, uh, and the following day, he said we should help him to look for a driver that is driving him, something, something like that. And he, he tried to adjust, but how many of us, and it is true, if you see our police or VIO road safety, see a white man with even expired visa in Nigeria, nobody will stop him. Nobody, because they are taking advantage mm -hmm. on 
our, uh, our, our leakages. I do tell people, how can you buy mm -hmm. a car and the BIO will stop you by the road and you said you don't have paper. For you to renew any paper with a BIO is between the range of 10 to 15,000 naira. SUV is 15,000 naira. Cars are, is, is, 14, is 8, naira. So if you can buy fuel to your car, why can't mm -hmm. you go and renew your paper? So you don't have, even have that audacity to even challenge government because you are not even doing appropriate thing. Doing the right thing. The right yeah. thing. And you see some yeah. people uh, where we have pedestrian bridge, people with, with not their ties with uniform, with police and Nigerian uniform, they will be crossing the express in Abuja. And I ask myself, you can see, it is not everything we should be blaming government for. Government made damages for us. What does it take us to organize ourselves and say, every two, two weeks we will be, we'll be cleaning this? as our own contribution to the government mm -hmm. so that during the rainy season, water will flow well and we are going to enjoy our road. We should not be blaming government every time because we all have roles to play as well. How many Nigerians pay tax? Because and people complain and say tax is not working for them. Fine. How many of us even ask questions? How many Nigerians even take Nigerian budget and say, okay, let me see what government say they want to do in my area? I stay in Abuja, but my interest mm -hmm. is every time they release Nigerian budget, I pick Nigerian budget and see what they want to do in the state. And from Obu State, I go to my local government and I call my people as well and say, government said they are going to do A, B, C, D for us. Can you please, let's set up some youth group, let's be writing FOI to government, send it to me, I will go and submit in Abuja for you and follow up with you. How many people are doing that? Because I'm a taxpayer, I want to see my money working for me. So I need, mm. we need reorientation as well. It's not to go to school, we need reorientation. It is high time we should be asking questions, demand for accountability. From them, by the time we demand for accountability, by the time we Absolutely. demand for accountability, yeah. we are going to make that offices to be less uh, attractive and interesting to them. Because if you know that, so mm. it is high time Nigerians should stand up and demand for accountability as well. Do the right thing. Do the That's right amazing. thing. How many people exactly. go to road safety to go and I get their just... driver's license through appropriation? People still pay bribe to get. You want to get tinted permit. Police are still collecting bread. Whereas it is free of charge. How many Nigerians are aware that you can get tinted permit free of charge? That is it. <laughs> what? Where do we even start from? That was. I was just going to say. Permit me to say. In addition to demanding for accountability, taking responsibility as well, because it's easier to demand accountability from someone else than take responsibility for your own actions as well. You know, do the right thing, take yes. responsibility on your own end, and then demand the accountability yes. as well. I wanted to quickly touch on, uh, you t mentioned earlier about government going back to the drawing board, and I wanted to ask what your thoughts are on the president's um, address to us after the whole that backlash is, and uh, everything that happened. Is, uh, one, it seems in late. <laughs> Uh, like when we are talking in procurement, uh, we said you procured the right thing at the mm -hmm. right time at the right price. It's not just to procure. If you are now procuring um, um, raincoat in the month of November, December, you are procuring at the wrong time. Because this is not the rainy season that people will use raincoat or reboot. So I think the president... Uh, the president address came very late, so no matter how good intention or the content of that mm. address, uh, it failed completely as far as I'm concerned. That is my opinion. 
Mr. Wakeman, I have things. I have <laughs> things that if I say it, maybe they'll come and arrest me wherever I am because no. We should, we should decentralize. When, when we say restructuring, some people see it as uh, maybe it's political. Mm -hmm. No, it's not political. If you look at the current setting we have, we have some region with seven states, we have yeah. a region with five states. Where is the equality? It can't balance. And I give you another example. Uh, I don't know if you have been to Gombe State before, but in Gombe mm -hmm. State, we have 11 local governments as a state. In your state, we have 33 local governments. So a senatorial district in, in your state is the complete state in Gombe State. So if a senator in your north, wow. for example, will be allocated 500 million naira as constituency project, it means in Gombe State, they are going to collect 1.5 billion naira as constituency project, 11 local government. And on your state, a central district will collect 500. So where is the equality? So if we go like that, in Yobe <laughs> State, we have 37 local government in Yobe State. Out of 37 local government, the major, the major town are just three. Damatu, Gashua, Fatisco. The remaining 14 local government, they are in rural communities. And you will not say you come to Obo State, where we have Shagamu, Yabode, Ilaru, and Adopta. And you will not say we want to take the same amount of money. No! So when people are saying restructuring, people see it as maybe it is political. I think we need to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, how can we treat ourselves well, equally? How can some, 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 some zone have seven states and some zone will be having five states, some having six? Can we first of all make it seven seven? And then from that seven seven, can we now look at the population? Can we now say, okay, what are you bringing on the board? Some people are relaxing mm -hmm. and waiting for, for, for federal government to call allocation meeting and to come and take their own share without bringing anything to the central. No. Mm -hmm. You should be bringing something to the central. That's why we need to go back to the reports. We are talking about uh, um, electoral act now. We should go back to waste report and go and look at the recommendation from waste report. How many police uh, uh, reports we've, we've had? We should go back and see what those the recommendation from those reports distill them and see how it can fit into this today's policing. People are talking about community policing. I said I don't need any uh, legal framework to set up uh, community policing. Can we call ourselves as landlords in my area? and start policing ourselves because these people are not ready to police us. My sister, I'm telling you, since March 27, I've been coming out in my area with other landlords every day till this morning. We come out in, in that is in 30s. In 30s, we have to do those times that no landlord should not come out. We come out, we have to come out. We don't need any Nigerian police. We want we even call a police. We call police when Amroba came to my area. They couldn't even locate the area because of bad infrastructure. They missed their way. I called them personally. They responded under three minutes, my sister. There is this uh, number that they gave us, emergency number to talk to the to police. We called them, they responded under three minutes. Mm. I called them 336. They called me back at 339 that they're on their way. How would they get to our area? And they miss their way because of what? Because of bad infrastructure, mm -hmm. no proper house numbering, no good road. We would get to where the incident was happening to even report corrupt acts. By the time they would get to my area, I was on my gate. 
I told the police I was that I was going to get access. I said, why are you going to get permission? I said, why are you going to get permission? I just said, we should not ask for any permission. We are going to show ourselves. When I told him that, he was shocked that this man knew what he was doing. It's just because I have 45. But how many people are even aware that they said we should not, we should not even ask for that? Later, I said, I have it. No, that I don't have it. But they said you should not ask for this again. Why are you asking? This is factual. Does this look like nylon? So those are the things. It is high time we should own the process by ourselves. We should play active role in political. All of us will not be a politician, but we should play role. How they are governing us, it is very key. Uh, if they want to do a project in your area, take time to go to that project site. Who is the contractor? How is it doing it? Is it doing according to specification? Because if that building should collapse, it, is not, it will not collapse on president or the governor. We should take ownership. Go to the project site, mm -hmm. know the contractor, know where the office is, ask for the build of a, a quantity. So that from there, if they say it's going to use twisted road and it's using ordinary road, you can blow the whistle and tell federal government or the state government or look and say, this man is not using twisted road. The road is using it's not 15 mm, it's using 10 mm. So we should take ownership. You can't be doing anything in my area that is government that I know is my money they are using to do it. I will engage you. Hello, sir. What are you doing? How is work? And we secure it for you. We, we tell you, don't bring any security. We have security in our community that will secure your equipment for you. So we to create that to make them to know that they are safe. Their properties are safe. Then from there, once in a while, we engage them when they are working. When they are, mm -hmm. when they are trying to play sharp practices, we let them know how far. Why are you doing this? No, unfortunately, Nigerians are not ready to even play their own roles. This SARS, we are saying they should handle all that we've ended. For you to be transferred to SARS, you have to pay five hundred, at least five hundred thousand naira before you can be trans before you can be transferred. So how can I pay five hundred thousand to be transferred to SARS and I will not be looking for money to recoup my money? This place no way. But a situation whereby you transfer people based on their capacity and ability, there, there, there will be there will be proper service delivery. But I paid my way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to recoup my money. Eh? You want to get to civil service, want to, you have to go and buy from, pay for mm -hmm. this, pay for that, before you can get it done. Eh? So it is a big mess, my sister. We pray that God will continue to help us. Uh, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. And no, no it, it makes me it makes me really, really sad. I have um one question. Okay. One more, <laughs> I have one more question. Do you think the Nigerian youths have finally, you know, awoken with that? It, no. it, did they, do you feel no, like we, we, we not, suddenly we have just have, have this not. wake up call? Yeah, they, they have not in the sense that uh we, have we not? should not be talking about only answers. We need mm. complete overhauling. Like I mentioned. And yeah. that is just an entry point. But we know if we're really uh, ready to take uh, ownership or to take governance of Nigeria. I don't want to give a negative aspect of mm. uh, youth mm. that are in the, that saddled with the uh, governance at state level. Uh, because it's not good to be mentioning the negative component mm. because if you look at experience in police state, it's another disaster, another disaster. Uh, uh, a youth 
used to be the governor, but the way Kogi State is being governed is is not a good a good case study. It's not a good case study oh, at all. Jesus. But uh, oh, I think Jesus. what we need is mm. reorientation. Reorientation. Mm. Uh, the then our educational system also is faulty. I invited somebody for an interview in my office here, a graduate oh. uh, for that matter, that had finished service. And I said, after discussing theory, uh, let's go and do some practical on, uh, on, on, on the computer. She asked me, where will she hold the computer? So to let you know that some people hold Android phone only to do Facebook, go on uh, Instagram, and it's beyond that. It's beyond mm. that. Uh, so that is another area entirely uh, that we need to uh, see how because it, our problem is systemic. Uh, it's it's not about answers. It's not about transparency. Yeah. No. What can we do? And I think what we should do mm. is Nigerian youth should start playing active role in political process. Not only not to be playing the toddy role now. We should know mm. who is buying for what. Why is it buying for that? And we can start doing that at our own community level. Mm. We should know who is going to be our councillor, who is going to be our chairman, who is going to mm. be the vice chairman. So that when we know them, we can interrogate them. We can ask questions. Is it people that play courtesy when we're in school? No, we don't want such people. So it is when we get our recruitment process, mm. irrespective of whether it is for work or it's for political, uh, because very unfortunate, uh, if you want to be appointed as federal government, they will say you should submit uh, 20 copies of your CV and your educational document. And DSS is going to do background check. I don't know who is doing, but if if they are doing proper background check, we won't be having issue of uh, uh, certificate scandal. But that is what we are saying now. Do you get it now? But if really we want to make that mm -hmm. change, let's start from community. Uh, let's start from local government. Who is our chairman? Then, mm -hmm. why I mentioned the orientation? It is high time that all the governors should stop appointing sole administrator for local government. They should allow local government to run. When I was young, uh, when I was in my late 20s, uh, at Abdekuta then, it is the responsibility of local government to coordinate sanitation every month. In fact, some schools do it every week. And we all play role. Community, we pack it. Local government will come and take the rubbish and go and dump it somewhere. And also, all those things are not in existence again. And those are the areas that we got it wrong as a nation. So we need to go back. We remember the time mm -hmm. of MAMSA, mass mobilization for social reconstruction. Uh, who are you that time? You can't shunt any line in any public places. You can't drop paper carelessly on the road. Yes, during Babangida era. Wow. From from uh, General uh, General Buhari then to Babangida era. Who are you to short line? Once you are more than two mm. or three uh, in the public places, say hospital, you want to take a card. Once you are more than two or three, you form a queue. Nobody will tell you. That time, every street you will see uh, waste disposal. 
you drop it, you can't drop waste anyhow. If you are driving and somebody drops something from your car, uh, they call them uh, road marshal. Road marshal will just radio the next road marshal. They will stop you. Mm. And you will trek to come and pick that that waste that you littered road waste. Road marshal. They will radio. We don't have GSM <laughs> that time. I'm talking about 1984, 85, 86. Oh, wow. You can't short line. Who, who, who are you to short line? No, reorientation. No. What, what happened no, to all those it's not population. Like, it's, is it population uh, one, that affected? Population Two, uh, policy somersaulting. Because we will have retained those best practices. Mm. Uh, then, ask, I asked a driver mm-hmm. that, do you even know the meaning of zebra crossing? He said he thought it is normal painting decoration. A driver, a driver, Zebra crossing. Mm. When I was in primary mm. school, you were taught that mm. when you are trekking, you should not back a coming vehicle. You should face a, a coming vehicle. When you get to the to cross the road, you stay by the by the zebra crossing and the vehicle will stop for you and you will cross. How many pedestrian bridges do we have there? We don't even have anyone in Abekta in my town. If not recently. So once we want to cross as students, mm. we try to move to the zebra crossing. But- <laughs> Once you get to several crossing, the vehicle will stop for you and we will cross. We will cross. But but this brings me, yeah, this brings me to another point. Uh, do you agree that, you know, the older generation told yes. us? Because they yes. got to enjoy, they, they, they got to enjoy us. a lot of these functional they systems, you know, education. Because they're supposed to sustain it. They're supposed to sustain it. Uh, I remember as a young boy in Form 1, mm-hmm. once you they give us free ruler, free pencil, free ruler, free pencil, free exercise books, free textbooks. When you are going to the next class, you will go to the bookshop in the school, you will go and drop your from one book, collect from two books. Then your exercise book, when you finish, you will take it to the bookshop to go and show that you have exhausted it. Then they will give you another 60 or 40 leaves. I benefited from free education. In Ogun State during the Onobanjo era, hmm. before Duari took over uh, the government. Hmm. And that was where they introduced uh, 35 naira school fees in Ogun State. 35 naira, we pay 105 in a year. Hmm. So, you know, they failed us completely because they're supposed to sustain those best practices. And oh, the best yeah. we can do is now to go back. And they failed us in all ramifications, economy, political, social. But I do believe, a part of me do, um, does feel like, um, you know, Nigerian youth are actually ready. Um, I feel like this um, protest yes, for some, some reason yes, did open yes, um, yes, our eyes. Yes. And I see more people holding people accountable now. I was, I was going to ask you about what advice do you have for younger generation but you've said yes. a lot mm-hmm. they should play active role that is number one number two they should see how they can key into any any genuine opportunities of federal government government is talking about diversification now from oil i expect those that study agricultural related courses to take advantage mm-hmm. of government initiative around agriculture um so i want to encourage Nigerian youth to see they should see beyond 
Uh, mm. They should not have such thinking that when we get to the bridge, we shall cross it. The bridge before you get there. And how do you cross the bridge before you get there? You should be futuristic. Uh, you should you should be you should, mm. you should be uh, somebody that is always active, and we should engage. We should engage at our own level. You don't need to come to Abuja to come mm -hmm. and engage, Mr. President. Engage your local government chairman. Engage your councillor. Engage your representative. Why are you representing me? Uh, you can mobilize 10 youths mm -hmm. in your area, for example. Your family, leave others. Call people in your family, extended family, and say, okay, there is need for us to write to our assembly member what do they have for us in 2021 budget. By the time you mobilize, you can do SMS blasting. Just get their number. You don't need to abuse anybody. Uh, you can organize 50 people and say, okay, we want to send message mm. to our as of assembly member on the need for the rehabilitation of our library in our communities. So we are going to send on Monday morning by 8 o'clock. We are going to send another one Tuesday mm. by 3 p.m., then on Friday, we are going to send another. By the time one House of Assembly member received 50, the same message from 50 people, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, my sister is going to look for them. <laughs> Just SMS blast for four naira. You know, that you don't need to... Mm -mm. Just be objective. Yeah, don't be sentimental. Don't be partisan. It's about development. And that is what we call needs assessment. From there, you'll be able to hear from them. Because your people mm. may need water and you're going to be talking about power in the assembly. Because they are not consulting. Their problem may not be road. It may be school. Mm. And you're going to be talking about road for them. Do you get it now? So, it is about engaging. So, Nigerian youth should have mind to engage constructively. Mm -hmm. So once they can have such mind, by the time we are demanding, now I can assure you, with this that happened now, nobody will even hold any food again. Because if they try to, they won't try it.